our daily bread. Reconfigure yourself. Anil Israel invites us to plug in to the Divine Helper and refrain from pressing the panic button in this reflection on living in the present. Anil Israel lives in Mannheim, Germany with his wife Sunita and their five children. He is the current National Formation Coordinator of JY Germany. How often do we fall victim to the thought that I'd be happy when I get good marks or when I get a job? Or when I get married, or when I have children, or a house, or whatever you name it, not yet there. When we tend to link our happiness to something, not yet there, then happiness appears to be a fleeting mirage. When we brood over the past, which we cannot change, or are troubled about the future, which is yet to unfold, we ruin the precious gift, which is called the present. By living in the past or in the future, we rob ourselves of blessed moments by missing to live in the present. Someone wisely remarked that the key to happiness is to live in the present. We only lose the present by worrying about the future or lingering over the past. A lot of things can go wrong when we commute from one place to another by land, sea or air, or even in the midst of our daily routines. But do we really worry about them? We have nothing to gain by unnecessarily worrying about something that has not yet taken place. Worry does not eradicate tomorrow's unseen pain. It only alleviates today's uninvited strain. Most of the things we worry about hardly ever happen. Jesus himself reminds us through the Holy Scriptures, Do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to a span of life? Truly, we cannot prolong our life. We can only accumulate one tension over another. In contrast, this can only lead to adverse consequences uncalled for. Surely, God gives each bird its daily food, but he does not put it in its mouth. What are we meant to strive for? We must. We ought to do all that is good and that helps build up. Sometimes we might end up doing what we perceive to be what God wants us to do. It is therefore essential to self-introspect and ask ourselves, Am I doing this for my personal selfish satisfaction? Or is it also for the benefit of others? Do I endure the toil only for my self-gain? Or am I emptying myself so that others may reap the fruits. Sometimes, we are like the donkey carrying Jesus to Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. When we enjoy the unearned applause, may we pause to recognize to whom does the credit really belong. When we fail to see the presence of the divine in the midst of the smooth sail, may we learn to comprehend that without God, we can do nothing. May we also learn to acknowledge that when we steer through the storms of life, it is not our intellect or our willpower, but His undeserved, unmerited gift of grace. Not by might and not by power, but by spirit, says the Lord of hosts. When we cannot make sense of all that is happening in our lives, let us not be discouraged. When 12-year-old Jesus was finally found on the third day, even our blessed mother and Saint Joseph did not understand, and Mary kept all these things in her heart. 
I am reminded of the story of a mother who while doing embroidery was interrupted by her little son. On looking from the underside, he couldn't understand what mummy was doing, but all that he could see was different colored threads and several scattered knots. The mother warmly replied that he would understand when he looked at it from the other side. Similarly, we too might only grasp certain knots of life only when we reach the other side of life. Recently, we happened to take a ride on a carousel. As we were lifted above the ground and were enjoying the view from above, it dawned on me how beautiful life would be if we just let go of control. Instead of me insisting on always being at the steering wheel of my life, I ought to remind myself that life will be far better when God is in control. This handing over the steering wheel of our life back to Him, who alone knows what's best for us, is an indispensable process we need to go through sooner rather than later. This calls for a bit-by-bit -bit willingness to tweak here and there the fine-tuning parameters of my life. To be the best version of myself, I must choose to reconfigure myself now. Enkindle the candle of hope to dispel the darkness of despair. Fan the flame of faith to melt the fog of fear. Switch on the lights of trust to frighten away the shadows of doubt. Plug in to the divine helper dwelling deep within and refrain from pressing the panic button. Uninstall the energy drainer, anxiety, and install the energy booster, surrender. Unblock the channels of grace and unleash the power from on high. Am I willing to upgrade? Let us redirect our focus from things that are seen to things that are unseen. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Shun wise and embrace virtue. If I am not actively cooperating with the promptings of the Holy Spirit, I end up passively strengthening the enemy. Whose side am I leaning on? Am I on the side of God? Do I include God in my team? If God is for us, who can be against us? Let us therefore abandon anxious toil. We know that in everything, God works for good with those who love Him, who are called according to His purpose. He has promised us, seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. The Lord is faithful to His promises, and His promises never fail.